This is the Pencils and Lipstick Podcast, a podcast for creatives, for those who are beginning to be creative or those who have built a business around their creativity. Here, we allow creatives to tell their story about how they got to where they are today, and we give some tips on how to make your creative business better than it was yesterday. Hey, everybody, guess what? The creative writing community is now open for membership. I'm so excited about this community because it is going to be dedicated to writers writing their book, publishing their book, and launching their book, all while having a good time and growing in their craft. Writing is typically an all alone art, but you don't have to be a lone wolf and do everything yourself. In fact, I highly recommend that you don't just for your own sanity. In the creative writing community, we're going to have live writing sprints, author hangouts, expert Q and A's. We're gonna learn all about the things that it takes to be an author these days, and generally support each other in the craft. It will be a place where you can share your knowledge and learn from others and find collaboration and accountability with people who are serious about growing as writers. We're gonna support each other, encourage each other, challenge each other, and be generally as committed to seeing each other succeed as we are to our own success. If you're interested in being part of such a group, head on over to catcaldwell.com and just click the pink button right at the header. Hey everybody, welcome to the Pencils and Lipstick podcast. I'm Kat Caldwell, and I'm actually videotaping this episode. So if you want to see my crazy office that my husband hates looking at, (laughs) you can head on over to catcaldwell.com forward slash 77 and watch and listen to this on video. I don't know if it's something that I'll do all the time. I'll definitely have to ask guests if they mind having the video of them up there, but it might be kind of fun. So today we are going to talk about communities and maybe why you want to consider joining one no matter what your creativity is. So honestly, whether you're a writer or an artist, a crafter, you know, sewing genius or a muralist, photographer, doesn't really matter. We're all kind of in this creative job sphere that leaves us alone a lot of the time. And it's weird because we kind of like being alone. (laughs) A lot of us are introverts, but a lot of creativity comes from being among other people. And boy, you know, we are feeling the not being around other people and being able to go out after, you know, 2020. I don't know about you, but like my creative part of my brain was like stunted for a long time. And I had to really challenge myself in order to get out of that. And for me, with different writing prompts, um, different writing challenges for you, whatever your creativity is, uh, maybe it was kind of the same sort of idea, different challenges to sort of force your mind to continue to be creative in this crazy time. But I think that communities, creative communities, can be part of that getting us into a different sphere on our creativity and really challenging us on honing our craft a little bit more and learning all the things that go into having a creative business. Because as we know, having a creative business is totally different than a lot of other businesses. So how many times have you been talking to somebody about your art and you start seeing their eyes sort of glaze over? And they're probably thinking like one of two things, like, 
either they really want to say that they don't care anymore or they want to say like, I don't understand what you're talking about. (laughs) For writers, a lot of times it's us talking about our characters as though they were real people. And people who aren't writers don't get that. (laughs) They're just like, "Uh, is this person real? I don't understand how we came into this discussion. So a lot of times you you feel this lament and this need to be around people who are like you. As a writer, you know, I want to be around other writers. I want to know what they're doing. I want to hear about what they're writing about. And I want to be able to talk about my characters like they're real people because they are real in my brain. But I'm sure you're the same no matter what your creativity is. You know, I might not understand everything about your painting or your struggles as a muralist or as a a fashion designer, as a singer, but people in that field do. And that's where I think community can start to become really important and really handy, let's say. Like we're, we're in an age in which we can find community anywhere. Like you could join a community across the globe because we have this crazy thing called the internet and we can in real time talk to people who don't live anywhere near us. It's amazing. You know, back when I started really becoming insistent on the fact that I was a writer, it I lived in France and it was difficult to find like a writing. Well, at that point, it wasn't even a community I was looking for. I was looking to go to like conferences. And it would have taken a ginormous chunk of change to get that plane ticket and figure out who's going to watch my kids and my husband to figure out maybe how to get some vacation time and me to go and then the hotel and all this. And it probably would have challenged me and made me grow in my craft, but it just seemed daunting to do. But these days, especially after 2020, we've really figured out this internet thing in which we don't really have to go and spend tons of money. We can do it in our homes. Now, Sometimes at this point, we wish that we could leave our homes. (laughs) And I hope that someday, really soon, we'll be able to go to those conferences and get out to those craft fairs and art fairs. I really, really hope that that's true. But in the meantime, even when we're able to go out there, sometimes you are going to click with a community that's not right next door. And it's awesome that we can build that community online. So I'm a writer and I'm going to talk from the point of view of being a writer uh, as far as communities go, but I really think that you can sort of take everything that I say and, you know, move it into your artistic realm as well. So when I talk about writers and, you know, all the benefits that a community has for a writer, I really think that you could change that word to, to painter, photographer, whatever, you know, insert word here and still see that finding a community is going to give you a lot of benefits. So when I started taking writing seriously, like I said, it was difficult to find this sort of community. I sort of ruled out conferences. I ruled out taking classes. I had babies, so I couldn't even fathom having the time to write and take a class Um, My husband worked long hours and I was in France, you know, and the internet, believe it or not, was not what it is today. Um, I did take like a couple of little challenges or whatever, but 
I had a really lack mindset when it came to time. And I was really trying to just write and finish a book. And this story that was in my head, I really wanted to take it to its end. And that sort of took up all my energy. I did have like a few conferences. Remember when Skype was a thing and I would conference, I remember conferencing twice, paying somebody, you know, for some advice and that was good advice, but I didn't see any sort of community. And to be fair to anybody who had a community back then, I didn't look a whole lot because again, I had babies. I didn't really feel like I had time and I didn't really know what it would have been good for. So yeah, it's nothing against anybody who had a community at that time. I think a lot of it was just lack of confidence in my own writing. So the idea of a community can be kind of a scary thing at first. I'm going to talk from the point of view of who I was 10 years ago as a writer. I believed that I was a writer, but I really believed that no one else believed that I was a writer because I didn't have anything published. And because I didn't study creative writing, I didn't have an MFA. I didn't even know what that was. I knew that I could write a story, but I hadn't been able to really sell a story. So I actually had two books already done on my laptop, but they weren't selling. I was trying to, you know, query out to different agents and they weren't they didn't go anywhere. In fact, my first one got published by this kind of weird, this was 2006. So I knew not to pay anyone. I knew that that wasn't a real publisher, but this publisher came out of the woodwork of like, you didn't have to pay them anything. They just sort of, it's almost like an Amazon setup where, you know, they would make money from you selling the book. And it was, it was weird and there wasn't a whole lot of editing that happened. And it was a really strange learning process. And I'm glad to have had that experience, but it really put a damper on my confidence in really knowing if I was a good writer, really the, the confidence that, that I had in what I knew about the industry. And they, they held my rights for seven years. And in fact, they went under as a company well before the seven years. So I did get my rights back, but then I didn't know if the story was good enough because I realized I hadn't really been edited. So it's just sort of like my whole confidence felt like it was in a whirlwind. And in fact, when I moved to Dallas in 2015, I joined this, this book club. It was a historical romance book club. It was with probably six other women who are at least 20 years older than me. And I went because I wanted to understand from a reader's point of view, historical romance. Like I had read quite a few, but I just sort of wanted to learn from them what they were looking for, what their critiques were, because I was writing historical romance, but I didn't actually have the confidence to ever tell them that. (laughs) Really, I went through like six months of this book club and never told them um, that I was writing historical romance. So just to give you a, a sort of a picture of where my confidence was at that point. And I don't, I don't know that I'm really alone in that. You know, when you're first starting out in your craft, you, you don't really know where you stand compared to other people. And we can have this weird tug of war inside of us where we know that we're good at writing, but maybe we're not good enough, you know, and you sort of have these two voices constantly pulling on you until you're just exhausted and you just want to like veg on the couch. So 
I also had this idea, which I think is completely false, that I needed to do everything myself. Otherwise, it wasn't actually my work. And I think that I took that to an extreme that was actually detrimental to being successful earlier, <laughs> let's say. And you know what? We all have our journey. I had to learn. I had to grow more confidence and get stronger in my belief as a that I was a writer and just learn more about the industry. So I don't regret the journey that I went on, but this idea that you shouldn't really share your story with anyone or get feedback or get help at all is false. I just don't believe that anymore. I really thought that perhaps if I shared too much about the book, that maybe somebody would take the story from me and write it better. I thought that getting any sort of criticism or critique on it would be just devastating. And it would mean that I wasn't a good writer or that the story was horrible. And that I, you know, I might as well just throw it out. I, I was so scared of all of that. And the truth is, you know, it's almost like rightly so you, you do have this fear of criticism and critique, and you're going to have to just sort of battle through that as any sort of creative, I think. But when I finished my first novel, Stepping Across the Desert, and approached an editor who I had found through a friend of mine, she took kind of a cursory look through the manuscript and came back with, yeah, you have a great story, but you need to cut like forty to 50,000 words from this. And she went on for like half an hour about, you know, that I was telling the reader too much, that I was so close to the story that I was trying to like force everything that I saw in my head onto the reader and that I needed to be better about placing the reader inside the story instead of telling them, you know, like stage direct them every single page. And that was a really hard phone call. Like I was shaking and sweating and devastated. And to be truthful, like she didn't want to see the manuscript again. She was really hesitant when I asked her, so if I cut out these words, can I send it back to you? And she was just like, you know, it's going to have to depend on like what I'm doing at the time, you know, kind of that run around that you give when you don't really want to say no, but you really don't want to say yes. At least that was my assumption, my, my understanding of the conversation. And maybe that was my hurt feelings out there. But anyway, I didn't contact her again because I really didn't believe she, she really wanted to see it. So I, I had to deal with that. And I think that we all have to deal with that. But and here's my big but for if I had been part of a writing community, if I had gotten that feedback from another writer who is further along than me, who believed in my work, if I had understood that getting a mentor or just being surrounded by other writers and telling them about my story didn't mean that they were going to steal it. In fact, let me tell you right now, other writers don't want to write your story. Okay, they just want you to write it and to write it well, because basically 
all of us indie writers need you to write your story well and to do a good job so that we can continue to have a pretty decent reputation out there, okay? So most everyone, I'm going to say like 98% of the other writers out there want you to do well, and they want your story to be the best that you can possibly write it. So they're not going to steal it. That was the false assumption on my part, like fear. And they really do want you to succeed. I really do want you to succeed in your book. I don't want to write your story, but I do want it to be as great as you possibly can get it. So had I been part of a writing community and gotten that criticism from somebody else within sort of this tight-knit community, just think of how different it might have been to approach this editor with a much cleaner manuscript. And I just, I, I don't know what might have happened. Now, I like being an indie writer. It's not a decision that I would change. But at that point, I kind of wanted to be traditionally published. And I just can't help but sort of wonder what could have happened or what other feedback could she have given me if she didn't have to say, hey, you need to clean this up. There was probably more feedback that she could have given me that would have been helpful. And I probably would have been able to accept it a little bit more, <laughs> having gone through the critiquing you know, situation within a writing group. So I want to tell you what, other than like learning criticism, you can get from a writing community or again, insert your creativity here, community, right? So I, again, never joined one. And had I joined one, I would have been really, really quiet for a long time. Now, I would have logged in. I would have seen like all of their lessons. I would have, you know, probably listened a lot, but I was, again, had very little confidence in myself that I probably would have stayed quiet. So I think that that is still beneficial to you. Okay. It still would have been beneficial to me to join a writing community, even if I was going to stay quiet. Why? Because you can learn from other people. I learned Spanish by being quiet and listening for a long time. Of course, then you have to move on to learning the grammar and speaking it yourself, learning to write it, learning to read it, all that. But you actually do learn a lot just by listening. So even if you were to join something and be in the forum listening and learning from the lessons that they have in there, the masterminds or, you know, the webinars that they might have in the community, you are learning a lot not only about your craft, but probably about the platform that you need to sell your book. You're learning from people who are ahead of you. You are learning about how to speak about your craft, how to present your craft, the questions maybe that you should be asking yourself in order to edit your book. You know that elevator pitch that some people talk about? You have to be able to talk about your book in like three to five sentences. Do you know how difficult that is? It's really difficult for writers who have spent hours on a story, who literally have like a movie in their head with this story imprinted in vivid colors, to take all of that and to put it into three sentences. 
but you need to learn how to do it. This will help you with your back copy, which your back copy is kind of like maybe two small paragraphs, you know, the back of the book copy. You have to be able to entice a reader in with just two inches of, of word space. And it's really difficult to do. Some people can do it well, but I hear from most writers that that is like the hardest thing to do. And I really think that if you listen to people who have gone past that sort of crisis moment of not, I don't know how to do this and have learned it. And they start speaking about their books and they start teaching you maybe about how to think about your book or craft it, or they ask you the right questions. You're learning how to do that. And you won't be like me getting to the end of the book and realizing that you still have to write the copy for it and figure out the elevator pitch. You'll be doing it at kind of the same time. So even if you're quiet, you're going to be learning a lot from other people. And once you sort of have the courage to speak, and let's say you have the courage to speak already, you know, from the beginning, I'm just talking like thinking had I joined a community, you know, eight years ago. The moment that I had the courage to speak it would have been kind of in a tiptoeing way. I could have, again, gone on that journey of critiquing, you know, accepting criticism, that journey that you have to do as a creative, as an artist, as a writer, doesn't matter. You have to learn to take criticism and reviews. And it's a hard emotional journey, but I could have done it within that group. I could have learned that people who give criticism take the time to do it. They actually do want you to succeed. And then I also think that it's a good mental health moment. It's good to be surrounded by people who have been on that journey before, who understand where you're coming from, who understand that they are probably hurting your feelings with their words, but they care enough about you succeeding with this book to tell you what needs to change, but they also have an empathy that other people won't have. And they're going to have an empathy that readers on reviews <laughs> won't have. Because if you can fix up your book and avoid two-star, one-star, three-star reviews, it's going to be so much better for your book. And people on the internet who are faceless don't have that empathy that writers within a community who want you to succeed are going to have. I also think it's good for your mental health because you're going to find people who you can help within that community too. And giving back is always, always great for our confidence building, for our peace of mind, and just for our mood in general. So you're always going to kind of be in this give and receive sort of momentum within a community. And I just think that that's really, really helpful. I also think that it's within a community that you can start learning about the other aspects of the craft. And in this case, writing. Um, you can learn about the book covers that you need to make, what fonts make a good book cover, what you need to put at the back of the book, how you need to format your book, how you can link different things within an ebook. You can learn from the mistakes that other people have made. You can learn from the good things that people have done. And you can avoid a lot of the mistakes that people have made. That would be wonderful to do, right? You don't have to be all by yourself and repeat all the mistakes 
that others before you have committed, you can like hop over those mistakes and start further along. And that's awesome. I hope that I can help anybody avoid some of the mistakes that I have made along the way. So, you know, back in 2017, at the end of 2017, I finally hit publish on my ebook of Stepping Across the Desert, my historical romance. And it was then that I took a deep breath and realized there was still a lot of work to do. Because when you hit publish, nobody knows that you have a book on Amazon and it's not like sales just start pouring in. I already had a newsletter, but I didn't have much else of a platform. And so I spent 2018 reading 50 books on business and time management and habit building and entrepreneurship. And I really realized, and I'm sure I've said this before, that the creative business is really different from a lot of other businesses. So when 2019 rolled around, I was still really trying to figure out my business. I was trying to build my platform out more. And I realized that what I was doing was building a brand around me as an author. And I I realized that I wanted to keep writing. I wanted to help other people. I wanted to learn more. Keep in mind, during this whole time, I'm also creating the a new way to journal journal which was a great process i learned a lot about formatting about printing through a physical printer <laughs> company and i was writing my magical realm fantasy an audience with the king so i was doing all the things cuz i am high energy even though i'm an introvert <laughs> so in september of 2019 as i was kind of finishing up an audience with the king and a new way to journal was getting printed. (laughs) I'm just rethinking like that was quite the journey. I'll have to tell that story someday of everything messing up at the last (laughs) minute and having to learn in design, like in a snap, (laughs) it was crazy. But I realized I really wanted to start a podcast because why not? Why not start something else? But I wanted to start a podcast because I wanted to talk to other creatives who were building a business out of their creativity because I realized that I still had so much to learn. And if I had a lot to learn, probably other creatives had a lot to learn too. So in September of 2019, I started Pencils and Lipstick and it's been a wonderful ride since. And I have talked to so many other creatives who are getting their business out there and uh, learning from their failings and their successes and everything that went into their creative business. And it was great, especially because then 2020 came along and, you know, smacked us all upside the head as we shut down. And it was then that I sort of felt myself hovering a bit and making a few decisions. I was not in a writing community at this point, but I did have a lot of contacts. And so I sort of honed in on connecting with people a lot more. And then I started making some decisions on my own creativity. So I decided I wasn't going to start writing something new. I was just going to edit a book that was already done and get that out there, which will be out this September. And then I decided that I I needed to learn more about business. And so I did join some masterminds. And the great thing about COVID was a lot of people put some, some awesome things out there 
for much cheaper than they would have ever done outside of a pandemic. So I joined some couple masterminds for business and creativity. And I just tried to learn for a bit. I was kind of that person that I talked about, you know, that quiet person just sitting there and learning and trying to see where I fit amongst everyone else. I learned a lot and I also kind of gained a little bit of confidence. I made some great connections and I think that is also a wonderful thing about communities is that you can start connecting with people. But as I was learning about business and about creativity, I realized that I also wanted to develop my craft a bit more. I wanted to learn from others as writers and I wanted to join something, you know, some sort of group of writers. I also realized that I knew a lot. Now I'm not the only expert, but I do know a lot about writing and publishing because I have spent a lot of time studying it. And I am totally blessed with the opportunity to stay home with my kids while my husband works and I get to build my business from home. And that includes learning about the business. People had time in 2020, and so they started calling me and messaging me questions. I would find questions pop up on different groups in Facebook, and I would answer them. I would call people. I would talk to them about writing and publishing, and I actually spent quite a few hours with a lot of different people, probably about eight people on this whole process, and I just did that because I wanted to help them, because I wanted to you know, I wanted them to get further in their writing, not really knowing or connecting that that was kind of coaching them. But I realized through this that a lot of people had the kind of the same questions, that they didn't have the time to sit and go down the Google rabbit hole or sign up for every webinar or listen to all these podcasts or read these books. And they just found it much easier to call someone up and ask them the questions about the things that they don't know. So I'm sort of gathering all of this information in 2020. And I realized in the fall that we kind of need a community of writers where we can learn from each other and connect with each other. A writing community is going to be more than just putting your words that you've written down and getting some feedback from people because that's not actually everything that you need as an author. A good writing community is going to help you learn how to build your platform. It's going to give you uh, masterminds from experts on social media or website building or formatting or book covers, all those different things that we kind of need to know about in order to be successful as writers. You also need to learn about the boring steps of publishing. (laughs) You know, as a writer, you think, oh my gosh, I'd rather be writing. Well, you need to know how to get your book out there properly. You also need to be able to find an editor that is good, maybe an illustrator that's good. You need to have connections on who to ask about that. You also can get feedback from people. You can find accountability partners and you can build connections with other writers, which in the end is going to build your platform more and in a better way than any ad on Facebook or Amazon is going to do. I have realized that connecting with other authors is the 
best and fastest and cheapest way to grow my own, I guess, fan base, my own readership, because I can spotlight their book in my newsletter and on my social media, and they can do the same for for me with my book on their platforms. And together we will find and share these readers because once a reader is done with a book, they're most likely looking for another book, right? We don't have to hoard our readers. We can give them another author's amazing book, which I think they will be grateful for, and you can help another author and in return, they'll help you. It's a, it's awesome, but you won't have that connection. You won't have that network if you aren't part of some sort of group. Now, if you go to Book Funnel, if you go to Story Origins, you can be part of group promotions and those are awesome. And you can actually connect with authors there. It just takes a little bit more work and you're not as personally connected with them, right? So in the fall, I realized of 2020, I realized that we, we just don't know what we don't know as writers. We can write a great story, but you know, that is not the end of it. You still need to get the cover. You need to edit it, format it, publish it, market it, it, sell it. You know, I say this all the time and then you need to write another story, right? (laughs) Another story. And you sometimes need help with your stories. You need somebody to brainstorm with. You need somebody to talk with about your characters, how much you love them or hate them or what they're doing to you. You need accountability partners. And all of this is something that I have placed and kept in mind as I have built the creative writing community. Now, the creative writing community is not the only writing community out there for sure. This is going to be a little bit different than some of the ones that I have been part of, even though I love them, I love them for what they are, but this is a community where I really want to have a lot of personal connection because I think that that is what is going to help you be successful, especially if you're not a very well-known writer. I think that it needs live brainstormings where we can talk to each other about the things that are challenging us. I think that writer's block is something that can be like smashed to bits if you're just able to talk about it a little bit and have people ask you questions. And it's amazing how your mind will sort of just filter through everything and bam, the writer's block is gone and you have clarity and you're ready to start writing again just because you were given some time with other people to have them ask you questions, to dig a little bit deeper and your mind sort of started moving the gears in a different direction and then all of a sudden things started going into place. That's amazing and that is something that a writing community should have. In the creative writing community, we're going to have those. We're going to have author hangouts where we just hang out and we chill together with our favorite beverage and we talk about what's going on in our lives. We're going to have brainstorming sessions. We're going to have Q&As with experts and editors, you know, or social media experts because we got to know how to do those new amazing reels, you know, on Instagram and TikTok or whatever. Whatever, you know, floats your boat as far as platform goes. We need to learn about when and where to put up our author newsletter and our website how to, you know, do the, the whole publishing thing. What is in, um, not Instagram, Ingram Spark, Amazon, Kobo, Barnes and Noble. What's the difference and where should you put it? And instead of feeling overwhelmed, having a place to go learn about it, we're going to have writing sprints. 
Some of them are going to be just show up and be together and set the timer and we're going to write and work on our own stories or outlines or whatever. And then we'll take a break, chat a little bit and go again. Some of the writing sprints are going to be with prompts. And if you want to join a writing sprint, just go to my webpage and find a writing sprint. Get in on the action. They are so much fun. We are going to have a forum where people are going to get to know each other and share their expertise and be able to ask other people what their expertise is. Maybe you need to know a song playlist, I don't know, (laughs) for your character. Ask people, you know, do you know about this? Does anybody know what part of the flute this is? I don't know. Whatever you need, I'm sure that other writers know these things because we all know very strange details and facts that are not useful except for for other writers and and maybe our stories. So I've created the, the creative writing community and I'm really excited to be launching it and have it there as a place for writers to grow, to be able to receive and give and be in that constant momentum and to learn about their craft and to hone their craft and to build a network a Rolodex (laughs) of other authors and to see each other succeed in publishing and launching their books. I think it's going to be a great place to learn, to grow, to be connected. And I'm just really excited about it. And I want to encourage you to go out and look for a community. And if you can't, if you're on a different artistry, maybe you start thinking about creating one yourself. If you're a writer, check out the creative writing community. The links are going to be in the show notes. If it's not for you, there are other writing communities out there that I'm sure you will find one that fits you. I think that this one is going to be great for um, new writers, for writers kind of in the in the middle, for writers who have maybe published one and are writing their next one, for writers who want to be more connected and have more connection with others. We're going to have lots and lots of learning sessions and talking sessions and hangout sessions. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So definitely check it out. And I encourage you, if you are a muralist, a photographer, whatever your creativity is, look into finding a community where you can grow, where you can share your expertise, where you can be in this beautiful space of giving and receiving and honing your craft. So next week, I'll be back with more interviews. I'm really excited about some of the interviews coming up. You're not going to want to miss April. We have some amazing, amazing people and amazing stories to listen to. So until then, have a great week. And if you want to see me in this video, remember to go to catcaldwell.com forward slash 77. Hey. You're still listening. Since you are, could you do me a favor and head over to the app that you're listening to this episode on and hit the subscribe button and then rate and review the show? 
It would really help the Pencils and Lipstick podcast get out into the world. And if you're enjoying the podcast, well, then there might be more people out there who would enjoy it as well. If you want to find out more about me, you can head over to catcaldwell.com. I have my story over there, my books, my interactive journals, my one-on-one coaching information, and information on my creative writing community membership group. If you're looking to write a book or you are a writer and you just want to find out more about how to write, how to publish, how to format, how to market, and all the things that go into being an author these days, check out the membership group. There is a 14 free day trial that you can try it out, get into the masterminds, find out all the goodies that we are talking about in the group. I would love to see you there.